To the Don't Judge Me podcast. You're here today with Sir Nigel House of the Wave Files. From the drink right and the wizard <laughs> left. Because I ain't right. I had to question my own existence, but I know who's here. My main man to the master plan to my right. Uh J Del Negro. So my question is, are you are you working on your single? Oh yeah. I actually downloaded a sound uh, uh, an app that allows you to make beats. Oh, I'm you, struggling. You're struggling? I'm but, struggling, but, but I'm making it. You're making it. I'm making it. I'm like, I'm just hitting buttons, and then it's like, play. It's like, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> there's, there's a rhythm there somewhere. Not what I want, but all right. <laughs> it's a start. So It's a start. Single on do, my phone. Do you have uh, an expectation for a release date? It's got to be a summer banger, right? So summer banger. I'm trying to aim for mid-June. <laughs> mid-June release. Mid-June release. Name single from Sir Nigel. Yeah, House we're gonna come files. out with something. Yep, mm-hmm. it's gonna so, be ridiculous, yo. Be on the lookout for that, and it'll be thrown in the episode absolutely when it's actually released. You oh yeah, down, download from SoundCloud or whatever you want to do. Oh yeah, but anyway, yeah, create one right here, right now. <laughs> you're on the Don't Judge Me podcast, and we appreciate you taking out the time to join us in judgment because it is absolutely your pleasure to do show, do so, not show, do so. Trust me, I know. Slight bars, slight bars. Ooh, ooh, ooh. See, look, that could be uh, writing it down. You, writing it down. <laughs> Show. I Second know. verse. <laughs> Check. So, if you don't know, you can listen to this illustrious podcast. You can do so at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, sometimes YouTube, and all the other podcatchers out there. Case in point, if you want to listen to episode 83, you need to go out to YouTube because that's where it is. Mm-hmm. We had some technical difficulties and couldn't get the podcast out as intended, but the show in full, live and direct effect, is out there on the YouTube. We're versifying our portfolio. <laughs> we have diversified our portfolio, and we expect more diversification <laughs> in coming episodes. Yep. So, if you want to be a part of this diversified, portfolioed podcast, you can do so by reaching out to us by email or phone. Our email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com, and our phone number is... And we will incorporate anything you say and or write into a future episode of the show. So once again, in advance, I'd like to thank you again for taking out the time to join us in judgment because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life. Now, someone actually reached out to us to be a part of the show. Mm -hmm. We got a voicemail to play. So let's go. That, That was another bar, by the way. Let's go. (laughs) Yo, don't judge me podcast. Awesome message. I've called before, but I don't think I've ever heard that. That don't is slick. Um, I cuss a lot, so be prepared for that. Tone flow. uh, My handle, teach me tone flow on Instagram. Um, I'm that teacher with the multiple streams of children. Uh, Dropping in because I'm listening to episodes 81 and 82 back to back. Fire, obviously, nonstop laughter. So much stuff I can't remember at all. Um, I wanted to start with something I remember. You guys were talking about that part of Michigan that's way up top. Um, I have family that's from Michigan, and uh, it's called the Upper Peninsula, and those people are called Upers. Uh That's actually what they're called. So, like, you know, if you're from Florida, you're Floridian. If you're from Michigan, you're, I don't know what, but the Upper Peninsula, <laughs> you're a Uper. Uh Shit's wild. Um, another thing was wild that, uh, Nigel got some alligator pants, gator pants, whatever. Um, but I do fuck with the thrift store, big, heavy. Like, I feel like all my clothes are from the thrift store. 
Um, I don't really even buy new clothes unless it's like a special occasion. Um, feel free to judge me for that. Uh, when I do came out with that song about the fifth store, I was like, yo, I could have came out with that because I fucking go to the fifth store all the time. Uh, nextly, nextly is the word too. Um, I was thinking about how every time you guys come back from break, you're like, uh, Sir Nigel, and it's like almost like you say it on point. It's like a perfect thing that adds to the show. I'm a part of, I'm a big fan, obviously, of the show, so that goes without saying. Uh, and then lastly, uh, you were talking about some stuff that's controversial. Um, I only had like a couple things that I could think of, but one thing that I could think of that's kind of petty, and it's funny because like even within my family, and we don't even care that much, we like to joke about that in friends too, uh, is the sugar or salt on grits. That's huge. Sugar or salt on grits. I don't know what crazy motherfucker is putting sugar on grits. That's what oatmeal is for. Uh, it's butter and salt and pepper on grits. Or shrimp and grits, I would do that. All savory stuff. Nothing sweet on grits. If you do, you're a serial killer. Alright, like I said, it's Tone Flow. Uh, teach me Tone Flow on Instagram. Uh, yeah, man. Keep it up and I'll holler at you. So uh, I'm not gonna judge you on thrift store because I go there weekly. Love the place. Find some. He's got multiple streams of children, so he needs to save money. Yeah, look, look. Me and my 17 struggling kids (laughs) need to find, you know, 50% off. You know, they be having 50% off on a regular basis at the thrift store. Yeah, it'd be like a dollar pair of pants, yo. I can fart in them joints. Don't care. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Blow the back out. Woo, dollar. You know what I'm saying? So what's what's your take on the sugar or uh, savory grits? You know, actually, I don't really eat grits. I don't eat grits either. I, I, I don't really care for it, but I will say my dad used to, I think, love sugar, and that means he's a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, dad. But apparently, I mean, he was white, so I don't know if that justifies or excuses him. But if I recall, I feel like he used to put sugar on grits. But he also used to say sugar cookies didn't have sugar. So I'm like, all right, well. Was he diabetic? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Because he is out of control. No, he sugar. was out of control. He was like, sugar cookies ain't no sugar. I was like, but sir. <laughs> it's in the name. He's like, nah, they don't make it with sugar. I was like, yes, they do. Yes, they do. You ever been to shoppers and buy the sugar cookies from the little, like, yeah, you know what you mean? Yeah, yeah. No, the, them jokes. You can see the crystallized sugar. Dog, dog. He'd be like, nah, they ain't got no sugar. I'm like, dog, yes, they do. Like, that's Not the kind of sugar I like. <laughs> I can see if you had oatmeal cookie. Maybe you could make the argument, right? Mm-hmm. Or even like, not even chocolate cookies. You gotta almost make like a like a like a like a ginger snap or some shit, right? Okay. okay. We used to stay having ginger snaps. That is, in our that house. Is, ginger snaps are the worst thing ever. In no, no, dog. Like, like there's nothing great about those. So my my parents used to stay having them in the house, and I was like the only snack. So sometimes we'd be like, I can't. <laughs> it's like just to chew on something, but it was ginger like ginger snaps are like those cork wood coasters yo, that dog, you put was, your drinks it was under. Garbage. It like was, ginger snap. I, my grandmother. Um, she worked at a daycare center and that was the snack they gave the kids and I would mm. go there after school sometimes and I'd be like, I don't want this shit. So they like, was never soft. They're hard as bricks. Like, every once in a while you might get something like like sugar maybe on it. I don't even know if it was sugar. Like the person who thought of Ginger Snaps was a serial killer because that's what he did to mm-hmm. muffle the sound when he would stuff the cookies in their mouth. It probably so wasn't scream. sugar. It was probably whoever was baking it was crying, right? And it was like, what am I making this? And it was like, <laughs> and they crystallized as the baking process. And it was probably salt because the tears are sodium. You know, Ginger so- snaps are the worst. It is the worst. Teach Me Tone Flow is the best because he reached out. He taught us a voicemail or something. Yeah, he taught us something too. And if you want to reach out and leave us a voicemail, remember you can do so by calling us at 410-834-1562. So I'm going to start off the show today by shooting some bail. And again, bail is always the positive part. This week's bail 
all has a positive basketball spin to it. Okay. Because who I'm shooting bail to has everything to do with basketball. First and foremost, I want to shoot bail to Kobe, KG, and Timmy as they were inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame on May 15th. This is Duncan? KG was drafted the 5th in 1995. Kobe was drafted 13th in 1996. And Tim A, Tim Duncan, was drafted right, first Duncan. in 1997. Yeah. Cool. Between them all, they hold 11 NBA championship rings with Kobe and Tim A holding five apiece. And KG, <laughs> he got that one. He got in there. I mean, he, he earned it. it. He did. Remember that game? It, he did. He, he performed spectacular. He did. What did, what did he say? Uh... Uh, it says something about dreams, or what did he say? Well, I don't know Anything about- is possible. When he yelled that, yeah, that's. I a, just remember that's KG, like you know how like, you have like the mics like pointing to people. This he couldn't couldn't play nothing. He was like, no, no, he was like, no, no commercial break. <laughs> but yeah, he's awesome. He he's awesome. He's awesome. And you know who else I found out was awesome just this week? Who? Kwame Brown. Do you recall who Kwame Brown is? He was on the Wizards at one point, right? He was the first high schooler drafted number one by the Washington Wizards. Okay. I know something about sports guys. Uh, Kwame Brown, or Quan Lo, according to his Instagram page. Oh, okay. He, in fact, is that nigga. Let me tell you why. Oh, okay. Gilbert Arenas, former Wizard, uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson, and Matt Barnes. Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes hold a host a podcast called all the smoke and they're former NBA players. Okay. Um, Gilbert was on the show and again, a former wizard and nice. I didn't see the episode, but for whatever reason, they were talking about Kwame Brown and they called him a bust. Kwame, Kwame Brown decided to come out of hiding or just live in his own life and, and get on the internet and start talking back. Does he still play? Kwame Brown doesn't play anymore. Oh, okay. Well, that's what you're He's about, he's about okay. 38 or something like that. So I, I made a good point by knowing he was on the Wizards, and then I lost mm-hmm. it by not knowing he still doesn't play. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. So he's about 38 <laughs> now, and he started to speak, and I promise you this is the whole world's introduction to hearing his voice for the first time. Just all disrespectful. You want to sit up here and act like you don't know why somebody would want to call you out. As if you some perfect As if you were the best in the league or something. You role-playing as angry punk. You sitting here acting like you was like that or something because you done made friendships and you kissing ass all day. I don't like the way ass tastes. So I be by myself in the same truck Jack talking about I drive. Yeah, I sure do drive trucks. This nigga sounds like, you know who Anthony Hamilton is? A singer? Yeah. So yeah. singer? Kwame Brown sounds like if... Anthony Hamilton's singing voice had a talking voice, it would be Kwame Brown. Oh, that's weird. It's not weird until you hear his voice. He doesn't sound like Anthony Hamilton. He sounds like Anthony Hamilton's singing voice had a talking voice. And he was calling these niggas all kinds of motherfuckers and telling them, like, step to me. You want the smoke? Come get the smoke. I'm a real ass nigga. Y'all some puss. Like, he was going off and it was just one of those, like, I have all kinds of respect for Kwame Brown because I didn't know. Kwan Lo. Kwan Lo. Is that nigga? Mm-hmm. And he also looks like he shops at the thrift store because all of his clothes are ill-fitted. But I mean, that happens when you're like six foot. He's six eleven, seven feet. Shit. Yeah, two seventy. Like he's a big boy, mm-hmm. big strong nigga. And um, I'm shooting him bail for stepping out there and letting us know who he really is. Yeah. Just like I shot bail for Kobe, KG, and Timmy. But that's all the bail I'm gonna shoot this week. So let's proceed with the show. All right. Well, I'm gonna go into gentle judgment. Where you don't get the full wrath of our judgment, but just a little bit. 
Uh, so recently, uh, I guess uh, about a couple weeks ago, I shared with you guys that my cousin was killed in front of his house. Well, guess what, guys? They found him. They found the killer. And guess what he decides to do? Do a shootout with the police. Oh. But guess what? The police failed the the little family. That's the side of the family that this is on. And he is in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so my gentle judgment is for the police. I could be walking, jaywalking, jaywalking. and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the dude that killed my cousin could do a shootout like he's in GTA. <laughs> and make it out alive. And he's going to jail. <laughs> How does that happen? What is happening? I don't get it. What? DC police, I don't know if y'all ran out of bullets because y'all ain't got the budget. I don't know what happened, but something happened. This man is now incarcerated, and that was the news in the little family uh, this week. Did yeah. he did he sustain any injuries from any? Not fire? that we heard of. <laughs> Apparently, he they came to go arrest him. They got some sort of tip, and he started just shooting just off the police. Him. Well, you know. And then they got him. Real, real ones do real things, I guess. I guess. So, either my cousin was in the mob, played GTA in real life, or this is the dumbest dude in the universe. <laughs> I don't know, but he's alive, so I guess he did something right. He'll be in jail for the rest of his life, but um, yeah, um, there's that. So, digital judgment on the DC police. Uh, funny thing I came across was Joe Rogan. Yep. We talked about him before. Mm-hmm. He talked about how if you're healthy, don't even worry about the coronavirus and things of that nature. Yep. But recently he's made a statement that said, white men won't be allowed to talk in the future. He's now being criticized and told to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so my gentle judgment is, he's right. <laughs> so I, I, I heard his statement and their response to his statement is... More or less like, all right, I, I, I get what it's all about, but... I get it as well. Why do people do this thing where they create a problem? Oh, yeah. And what uh, Joe Rogan is talking about isn't a real problem that will ever occur in life. No. It, it's just one of those things where they're creating a problem out of their own fear, and it's irrational yeah. as hell. Even the guy he was talking to was more or less like... He was like, I understand, Joe. I understand. But he wasn't necessarily like, you're right, Joe. He was yeah. just like... Eh, I don't know if that's it, Joe. <laughs> and then my thing is, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with him. It was just funny that it's what, and once I mean, he said it, it was like, it, they were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it was like, shut up, you know, white guy. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was that. And uh, I'm, I'm laughing at the people who told him to shut up. So I have a little bit of judgment on judgment. Okay. Um, because that's what Google actually offers you. Check this out. So we all have typed things and made mistakes. Oh, yeah. So to help identify those mistakes, you get that little red squiggly line under the word that appears to be a mistake. Mm-hmm. We can all say that we've been there before, right? Yeah. Did you mean this? Right. Well, Google then allows you to judge them for judging the way you spell things. If oh. you click the squiggle and select the option for feedback options, you can tell Google about themselves for judging your spelling. You can actually write in a blurb and explain why I meant to write it like that. So oh, that's cool. it's then submitted to Google and assists with the machine learning, thus leading us down the path with our TI-83 calculators that will take over the world and eradicate human existence mm-hmm. because we are teaching them to be smarter by judging themselves. Yeah. But I just found it interesting that Google actually lets you judge them for judging you. And I'm just like, I, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought. 
I mean, you're essentially a Google employee not getting paid. You're exactly. intern. You're intern. Yep. We're, we're making Google better. Yeah. So they can do worse. better searches. They'll mm-hmm. do better advertisement to you because they're like, oh, he typed that. That means he's really looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I'm looking. What was I used to say? Um, what was my word for like, 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 pussy? What was jump, 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 jump. Thank you. I couldn't remember what it was. I typed in jump jump. They're like, did you mean this? And like, no, actually, I meant jump jump because I'm talking about vagina. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, okay. So next time I type jump jump, they're like, do you mean Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what you got? <laughs> X videos. <laughs> yeah. What, what you got on file, my friend? So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to work. For- <laughs> I'm not going to leave any feedback and let y'all live your best life. You know, actually, even when like, computers be like, uh, send us your feedback. No. Nope. No. <laughs> Figure it out. No. <laughs> Figure it out. Y'all know what's wrong. No. Nope. You know what happened. Um, but, you know, actually, I was thinking about the other day, and I guess we're talking about technology, especially with, like, Tesla and driving self-cars and stuff like that. Charging stations. Yeah. Did you ever think that they charge you to charge your car? I know they do. I didn't know that. I know they do. Not all of them. Like, the ones you see outside, see outside of a Walgreens, they don't charge you. But the actual box stations that you see, like, posted up, yeah, there's there's a fee. I just wonder, like, what the, uh, what, you know, like, how, like, gas, right? Mm-hmm. You go to, like, gas mark cash only, right? You know, the gas you're getting is probably, like, sketchy, right? So, if I go to the electric station outside of the Walmart, yeah, is my car going to make it <laughs> the same distance if I went to a Chevron? There isn't different types of electricity, sir. I'm just saying 240 watt, 120. That's actually, two different there times. is. It's the voltage amounts and how fast it actually charges. But So it's know, like a cheap charger that, you know what I'm saying, takes most of them 17 don't, hours. Most of them don't do the full charge. They only charge for a limit of time up to a certain amount of uh, recharging the battery. So That's interesting. You have to sit for a bit. For the charge to actually go through, definitely not as quick as filling up a gas tank. Oh, I know that. But I mean, um, it's, I, from what I've seen, I didn't know this. It was like a, a full, I guess, charge is like 16 bucks based on what I saw on, on Google. Well, I didn't get feedback, but Google <laughs> said 16 bucks. And I was like, that's actually pretty nice. I but mean, you probably got to be there for eight hours or six or four. It, it, I don't know because those charging station, stations have like a high capacity battery or something like that to do it quick. So it's probably just like a, it's like half an hour, 40 minutes or something like that. Charge while you shop. Like those kinds of I guess. But I mean, imagine you like you shopping, you try to get home, you got ice cream or something and it's like You should have charged up at the house before you left. Yeah, you should have. You should have took that long ass extension cord because you can literally charge it up off a regular outlet. I know. But I guess my thought is like also like when you're at home I wonder what that converts like. Like, how much is the markup? They don't. It says negligible. Like, you can't even. Tell. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm at home and it's negligible, mm-hmm. why am I going out paying sixteen dollars? Because you didn't charge up before you left the house. You were dumb, dumb. <laughs> you were dumb. <laughs> the dumb. convenience of just filling up for sixteen dollars still is a lot more appealing than putting fourteen gallons in at you know forty two dollars right now. No, I guess you're right. But you know what's not convenient? What's that? Traveling. Potentially. Okay. So airlines have now potentially passed or are going to look into, due to the incline of obesity in America. Okay. Weighing motherfuckers before they let you on the plane. What is that going to do for them? Well, the airplane has to distribute weight. So if you're 600 pounds and Becky's only 100, well, the plane's going to go to the right. (laughs) (laughs) Or go to the left. They got luggage. 
Luggage. You only got 50 pounds of your luggage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got 50 pounds of your luggage, but you got seven, 500 pounds of drinks on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You weigh 1,000 pounds. Your luggage is 50. You fucking the shit up. You fucking the game up. You're not. But if that's how the airlines want to hustle. That's how they're going to try to hustle you. They, they, they hustle had like a couple of articles that said pretty much like, airlines thinking about weighing motherfuckers before they get on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, can you imagine if you we can't take it? think about this, though. We all just went through a Panda Express pandemonium pandemic. Mm-hmm. Where things were shut down and, and money wasn't circulating like it was, especially oh, no. for airlines. No. So they're trying to hustle and scam. They're trying to hustle. To generate some scam. more revenue. And that's, that's so fucked they're up. like, look, uh, your, your big ass going to use more gas. So you got to buy two tickets. Mm-mm. I would buy two tickets if it afforded me the luxury of having just more comfortability in the, those little ass uh, airline seats. But mm-hmm. like, you're not going to say I'm over the size limit to get on this. 30 ton plane. Peep this though. Imagine, right? You, you know, you're about to go to Dominican Republic. That's where everybody go, right? You go to some destination wedding because that's what everybody do. You get you get right. You go to the wedding. You're living your life. You look good. You're saying you're having a good time. Me and a little youngin, maybe eating some papaya on the beach. Sure. You're living your le- best life because you're on an all inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go back. You get to the airport. You picked up a couple pounds because you've been laying in bed and bullshitting. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, sir, you got to buy two tickets. I'm broke, bitch. <laughs> I need to get back to the States. <laughs> I got work on Monday. <laughs> I'm waiting till the last minute to go home. <laughs> I'm four pounds over the limit. Now they're telling me I got to buy a whole new ticket. Oh, oh I got to pay a, a surcharge. That's just like with the 50 pound drink. Yeah, that's some Oh, you're 50 pounds? Oh, you're 51 pounds? Oh, that's that's another $50. That's, that's just some bull. Fifty dollars for every pound you over. Nigga, you when you when you step on that scale, you better keep one foot off. You know no, what I'm saying? No, like, mm-hmm. no, you better do something. You know, I have tried to finesse the drink where I lift it up. Mm-hmm. Like I put my toe underneath of it and be like, <laughs> "Oh, they didn't see that part." Good. I, I be trying. I be like, "Well, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I've got a little gentle judgment for people throughout the internet, uh, specifically the Twitterverse. Okay. Uh, as a black person, okay. uh, I know I use the word nigga just about every single day. I do too. Uh, sometimes type it in text, uh, mm-hmm. say it to friends, mm-hmm. uh, say it and when I'm when I'm disappointed in something. Nigga. Yep. It, like the word comes out every single day. And I know that I'm not the only black person that uses the word nigga every single day. Yeah. However, a mixed female rapper calls herself mulatto. Oh, I've seen that. And the entire internet has a problem with that. Mm-hmm. So she justly decided to change her name to Gislato. However, these same people that have a problem with her saying mulatto use nigga every single day. I don't understand how that works. Like, listen to what I say, not what I do. Like, what, what, is, what is it, people? Like, she could be mulatto if she wants. You don't have to listen or like it. But at the same time, like forcing her to change because that's a disparaging word used to describe mixed people when they were referred to as donkeys or mules. It's just that's not that's not that's not what it is. Not anymore. It's, it's, it's not that. But just like the judgment around the Internet for judging the young lady for calling herself what she wants to be referred to as. Like, I don't get it, nigga. No, Y'all niggas is out here just slinging niggas. But she can't sling mulatto around. No. It, it's just a weird space. No, weird space. It is a weird space. But I mean, everybody gets offended by everything, apparently. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you really can't, you can't win. No, you can't win with the internet. And she gave up. 
Like she decided I'm She needs to be called Lotto and wear Aunt Jemima outfit. Call it a day. Wear some, you know, live her best life. Or she could dress like a Mega Millions. Yeah, big check. Whatever, whatever. That could be her theme. She, mm-hmm. she could do that. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so I love me some urban dictionary. I think urban I told you. Dictionary? Have you ever heard of a Alabama pig roast? No, and I'm afraid. You should be. Um, Alabama, Alabama pig roast is when you're hitting doggy style. Okay. Well, I guess you would call it a running a G on a young lady, and That's she's giving head oh, head oh, on okay. another guy. I got it, got it, got it. So you're hitting doggy style. She's giving head to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Then you arm wrestle on her back. <laughs> First of all, that's a violation because you dudes are touching right now. Oh, it is. And and touching is one big circle. It's a harmony because you guys are both inside her, and you guys are touching. So it's literally it's like a human centipede as such. Yeah, that's the hendicapede. That's too much. Like I don't, I don't. And the example was, man, I lost the Charles of Daily Alabama Big <laughs> What do, you, what do you win? Like the fact that you can say it, that you did it. Oh man! Of I mean, course, someone has to be there to document it because you know. I mean, there's three people in the room. No, there needs to be a fourth. Yeah, so I guess you're right. Somebody just watching in the corner with the camera. Like, I can confirm <laughs> that happened. Charles did lose. Uploaded to Reddit. Yeah, I got it. I put it on Instagram. Well, we lost our jobs. Oh, how that happened? Could you put it on Instagram? <laughs> Stop doing stuff like that. Um, so then. I guess this is very Alabama-ish, but it's probably not. So, you ever go to McDonald's? Yes, you do. Occasionally. Occasionally. occasionally yeah, here McDonald's. and there. I'm not better than McDonald's. Uh, ice cream machine. Always broke. Usually, yeah. So, apparently, the company that services the Taylor Company machines. Hey. Yep. Which, not no relation. Um, they apparently found a patch where you can essentially put like a clip and it bypasses the, the, the sanitary measures of the machine. <laughs> So typically what happens is the machine is like, oh, I haven't been clean. I'm going to turn off. Yeah. With this patch, it's like, oh, I'm always clean. And it keeps running. You basically cut the blue wire. Yes, exactly. So essentially in this article, it was like the technician who didn't want to be named was like, yeah, there's a couple of uh, franchises that have been asking me to do it just so they can get the ice cream machine up because summer's coming. And I'm like, yikes. So if you guys have, ice cream from McDonald's, yeah, yeah, festering, yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, I would have. I would have gone there because apparently it was like this machine shouldn't even exist in the first place because you got cold and hot, you know, components operating. You are absolutely right. Because it's supposed to refrigerate, but it has to heat up to clean. So like this thing shouldn't even exist, right? It's like a phenomenon. That's why it doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, apparently this patchwork is pretty much like, oh yeah, I'm clean all the time, and it's just gonna keep running. Yeah. So if you guys have been to a McDonald's and it never had a working ice cream machine and now it works, I'd say wait. I don't think forever. I, I don't think I've ever gotten ice cream. I've gotten a milkshake. I don't really know if they come out the same machine or not. I, I don't pay attention. Like but so. I've never gotten ice cream from McDonald's because I always felt like ordering ice cream from McDonald's was admitting like you don't care about like little wins. You know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. It's soft serve, but it's also the same place that you can get a fish fillet. And I don't know if I feel okay with that. No, you get everything from there. You yeah. get a McRib, a fish. And exactly. A, like a, like they a... have periodically sell pork during some seasons. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know if it's actually pork. It's it's, nah, it's spam, spice, spice ham, whatever. And, um, and not to mention the burgers. I think I heard it was kangaroo meat or some shit. Like I definitely mean, no kangaroo. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I seen a you, I seen a world star video where this guy had a burger from 20 years ago. Yeah, it's because it's full of preservatives, man. And he opened it up, and that shit had no mold. It's full of preservatives. No. There's no moisture in just about anything from the, McDonald's. The only thing that was gone was the pickle. Because that's where the moisture was. It was gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But it wasn't even molded. It was just gone. Yeah, because that's... <laughs> like, what... like, the bun was like, you are part of me now. Yeah, you, it's Because <laughs> it's full of, like, salt and preservatives. Like, that's... that's it. That's why McDonald's tastes a certain way. When you want food from McDonald's, it's not that you want that kind of food. No. You don't want french fries. You don't want a burger. You want McDonald's. Because that shit doesn't taste like actual french fries or a burger. It nah. tastes like McDonald's. Nope. I've never been able to replicate that burger taste anywhere. It doesn't exist because... It, you don't have the right kind of preservatives. Nope. Even their pickles be a certain way, yo. You don't it's have depressed. the right like, kind It's not even like a normal pickle. It'd be like a depressed pickle. It has no crispness. It's like it, it's, it is definitely, it's floppy. It's a floppy pickle. It, it is definitely the pickle that didn't get picked first on the sports teams. Oh, no. No, no. He was, he was the last pickle out mm-hmm. of the group picked. Mm-hmm. Because they needed 10 and he made 10. Yeah. Didn't pass on the ball or no. anything. Mm-mm. So, I've got a little gentle judgment for more of the internet but this time we're going to go over to instagram so yesterday i think it was i was on a post and it was a trending post i can't remember the exact subject but it was from somebody that had like five million subscribers or something like a real okay popular person influencer yeah real popular person and i was looking at the post and you know if someone you know or that you're friends with comments on something it shows you that to get you to drill down into the post so I did that and started reading the comments and then I started seeing things and I came across something where I would see a number of posts that read something like this. Whatever you do, don't click on this X-rated link on my profile. And that would be the comment on the post. And then you would look at the thumbnail and it'd be like a scantily clad woman. And then I would see that like every 15 or so post where it was like, whatever you do, don't click this link. And I'm just like, yo, these scammers aren't even ingenious anymore. They're just no. like blatantly like hey little kids click on this link to see some porn it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like this is disgusting yeah this, this is disgusting like why is this here and all and all it is is a private account with a link that just you know has the character as a like a bitly link yeah. or condensed link you don't know where it's going nope you can't tell by the url because nope. it's just letters and shit and but i'm just like this up is your shit to everything <laughs> this, this is disgusting and trifling whatever you do don't click this link on my page that you know you want to click on so you said 5 million subscribers, right? Something like that. How yeah. many you think clicked? <laughs> oh, that, hundreds of thousands. <laughs> it was it was too frequent. It was yeah. it was so frequent. I was like, wait, maybe I should. And I was like, no, I shouldn't click. But it was because, you know, it was just yeah. different versions of that same sentence. And I was just like, this is this brainwashing. Is exactly. So you're already here. You might as well click. And exactly. Like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. This, was, this definitely wasn't going to like OnlyFans. It was going to like the same Russian Hardcore hackers that shit. took over mm-hmm. the pipeline or whatever. Like it was going to steal your identity and sell oh, it yeah. to someone in Yugoslavia so mm-hmm. they can escape uh, it, treasonous ways or some shit. Like I don't, I don't know. It, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. That is funny, but yeah, no, you gotta watch that for that shit, yo. Anytime I see somebody's like, I don't know you, dog. No, no, no friends. No, I know that's a link, but like, no friends in common. Delete. Like I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> DMV too small. Like you, we don't know nobody. Nope. Delete. True. I don't care what you look like. True. Um, so you remember the movie Indiana Jones? Yeah. Raiders of the Last Ark? I mean, it's a thing. It is. So apparently the fedora that he wore in the movie 
going for twenty two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Memorabilia, man. Yeah, but what? That movie was out like thirty years ago. But the people who were big fans and influenced by that film, yeah, in their fifties and sixties, and made a lot of money that they just can't wait to spend on something like this. Now, let me hit you with this. Remember uh, Kurt Cobain? Kurt Cobain, man. Six strands of his hair going for fourteen thousand. What? Like the same amount of hair I lose showering. How do we even know that's actually Kirk's hair? They probably have a DNA test on it. How do we actually know that DNA test? It's one of those things. This is one of those things where you can just like, I mean, I can just say it's his. Yeah. And then give you a link to a bogus website that if you click here now to see this X-rated content, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all a ploy. It all fits together. Mm -hmm. Don't click this link to see if this is actually Kirk Cobain's hair. It probably is. It'll probably take you right here. Take you right to that thing. And you can buy it. 14 grand. 14 grand for six strands of hair. Mm-mm. That's not even enough to like, that's smaller than a pencil. That's smaller than like, it's almost a needle at that point. You can't even braid that, man. No, you can't. <laughs> like you, you literally like, I, I probably have like six strands of hair on me right now somewhere. Like, like, I, no, that's a very desperate thing. Whoever yeah. is selling and or buying that, they are scary people who put sugar oh, yeah. on grits. This is a, Sugar and grits kind of thing. Well, it's probably, you know, it probably was, it was like somebody who used to know him probably has that brush and was like, oh. But the Kurt Cobain died like 40, 25 yeah, it was a long years time ago. ago. If not longer, probably like 20 years thousands, ago. I know that. It was like 94-ish or something yeah. like that when he passed away. Mm-hmm. There is no way. There's no way. Like you can't qualify Some, that this is Kurt's hair. You know, somebody probably get one of those storage junks. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, bit on it and it wound up as Kirk. And it was like a rodent that got in there. Probably it probably like, is. Splinters. If anything, it was Splinter. I paid more money for Splinter. I paid a lot of money for Splinter. If it was Splinter. I mean, he, he's a mutant. You know what I'm saying? That's that's probably worthwhile. That that could change society. I, I don't could, know. I could be Kirk a super soldier or some shit. I don't know Kirk. Yeah, you know, I don't either. Um, Nicki Minaj. Rockin' Crocs. Now, I didn't know I could dislike someone more than <laughs> what I do right now for Nicki Minaj. Apparently, she had a video, like she had a picture, and she's like sponsored by the Crocs. Okay. And then she now has apparently a pink pair, and it sh- shut the website down because everybody really? wants these joints. Really? Yes. Good for Nicki. No! Okay. Because that means more of these... I guess I just got another type of caliber woman. I'd be like, hey, you got pink Crocs? Yep. Nope. <laughs> I'm good. I know what you listen to. And next. <laughs> like, I, that's going to be the bar. You know, people be like, oh, what are you looking for in a mate? Oh, she needs to have a job and a good. Da, da, da. No. You own pink Crocs? Nope. That's the line. Just you breathe in? You breathe in? No Crocs. Bro, okay. All right. We're good. If the Crocs are pink, now you don't I can't want support that you. pink. I can't support you, yo. Just, just as simple as that. Mm-mm, I can't. Mm-mm. No, no. What if she got the Crocs as a gift from someone? Who? I don't know. A kid Leave is from Mother's Stop Day. Stop talking to him. No. A kid's from Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Nope. Nope. I mean, Your kids are dumb, too. Oh, shit. You got you got some ratchet kids, okay? Mm-hmm. I know your son ain't do that. That means you got a ratchet daughter. I mean, you Your daughter probably, probably twerking in the, the, the boys' bathroom or something. In the boys' bathroom? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody want that. <laughs> like fuck your kids yo yo was lying in the sand is pink crocs that is that is something yeah, else man yeah I can't I can't stand crocs yo crocs are the bane of my existence I don't even like the new you seen those like I guess those pink like fuzzy like joints with the strap behind them oh those are ugly man I know I don't even like those I don't know what it is man something about uh, c- certain footwear I'm just I'm not a fan of man 
I can't I can't get behind it. I'm like, yo, you just making them shits dirty. Like, why are you, why are you outside with this? I, I do think that certain things are just like, you know, casual for around the house or whatever. Exactly. But at the same time, you spend your money, do what you want with it. You can do whatever you want. I get it. But, you know, I can see maybe, like, I know I've personally, you know, those like slippers that look like tennis shoes, but they're like absorbably large. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I've worn those to the movies, but I was being funny. Like, I was going out but with everybody's the purpose. not in on your joke. I though. know, but I was having a good time. Well, she's having a good time in her pink Uggs. No, no, no. You bought those with the purpose of trying to look cute. <laughs> I wasn't trying to look cute in my shoes. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to be relaxed. And I ruined them. Because I wore them, and then, like, you know, it's a movie nature. Theater. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, uh, that was a mistake. These I had to black. throw them away. Yeah, I still remember black, them. Like, these, these, these weren't black when I wore them out. So No, uh, they'd be white shoes, come back brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't know I have Air Maxes now or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mistake. But anyway. Well, ladies, if you're listening, it would be a mistake to own a pair of Crocs that are pink and or those fuzzy Ugg slippers. Because Sir Nigel ain't about that life. Ain't about it. Ain't about that life at all. But we're about this podcasting life. But right now, we need to take a break. On the other side, we will continue with more show. Don't judge me. So, Nigel. Yes. I have to admit something to you. Okay. The admittance is, I think, all podcasters, whether you're a big show or a small show, whether your show is topical, whether your show is just about whatever, whether you have a full panel, whether you have a special guest, whether it's just a one-on-one, whether it's just you talking. I know the secret of podcasting. What is that? And that secret is, it's okay. The show is either an expose on how you cope with things or the show is you coping with things, actually. So what I mean is, as podcasters, we tend to develop something that we want to give out as content, whether it's funny, whether it's it's touching, whether it's serious, whether it's investigative or whatever. But it's really about the hosts themselves. And I, and I just want to say, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay to share who you, and it doesn't need to be a secret. But I, I've listened to a few shows uh, recently, and I always feel like the, the host are giving away a piece of themselves because they, they need to feel something on the other side. So I wanted to know if you were okay with sharing with the audience, if in fact that's true for you as well. Is this show about you figuring out something or going through something or coping through something? Is is that happening while we record sometimes? Oh, I can see it, yeah. I guess the uh, the the fear of not being funny. So the, I can keep my, my, uh, my, you know, in training, you know, cracking jokes and making sure that when I do get out there uh, because it's pandemic uh, that I'm I'm fresh I'm witty I'm on I'm on tip of my toes so when, when you say out there are you, are you are you hitting the stage or are you hitting the streets oh no no stage streets Street, streets I belong to them you belong to the streets <laughs> yeah uh, I will absolutely say that all of my podcasting since 2015 has been giving up a piece of myself there's one show I did uh, can't remember the name of it where I would have guests on and just have them talk and by chance, the by chance podcast. Absolutely. There you go, man. I'm glad you were a fan because I don't remember yeah. what I, I don't remember what I do in life. Um, and, and, and hearing people talk about whatever the subject was, was always like I would try to pull something reflective about what I was going through or the, or the connective tissue with what they were talking about mm-hmm. just to give like a personal experience. I got lazy with it. But at the same time, like it was it was true. And it's just like. A lot of podcasts that I've listened to where people 
say they want to discuss a topic, but the topic always centers back in on them, on, on one person in the show and what is happening for them. And I just want to know if like people are picking up on that with us. Like, do they, do they hear that we're delivering our truths through uh, jokes and commentary? I like to hope so. I mean, I know I, I talk to my mom about it all the time that I feel like the podcast is a good outlet for me to be who I am, or at least moderately, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for the most part, like maybe like 80 to 90% true to who I am. Like a lot of like, like my recklessness is stuff that I do think about, but I don't always convey. So um, it's nice to be able to have an outlet for that. Um, my earlier comment about being funny, like I've always, I guess, been proud of the fact that it was like, I may not be your type, but I can make you laugh. Okay. Like you may not find me attractive. That's cool, but you're going to laugh. Okay. And I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to get you. That's how it's going to work. Yeah, I'm going to get you. Because you're laughing. Your eyes are closed. You don't see what I look like. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to get you. Every time she blinks, you're cuter and cuter. Yo, I'm cuter and cuter. You're squinting, girl. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've always been a you know thing where I guess my humor was part of me. I've, I've always been called to just be like, make me laugh type of thing. So uh, I, I do like to, I guess, have the, not necessarily like training, but you know, going through different things that I think is funny. Um, and then... Make sure, you know, it stays within the realm of uh, not too dark. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can go too dark. No, I do. It's, it's, it, you can. Like, it's, it's, it's fair and it's fine. Uh, just, you know, be ready to back up the reason you are too dark. But it's funny because, you know, like my mom doesn't really have a line either. So when I talk to her, okay. we go some dark places. Mm. But it's like, all right, I need to find the norm. <laughs> I need to, I need to find somewhere where I can, where I can get the balance. Because I said some stuff. You was like, just chill. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's the line. I know where it is now. Because I don't know where it is. Because I'm either talking to myself, or I'm talking to my mama, or I'm talking to my brother, who's just as reckless as I am. So it's like, all right, we got three reckless people, and we doing some reckless talking. When did you realize? How old were you when you realized that your mother was reckless, as you would say? Uh, I think I was like 13. She was driving. And somebody cut her off, and she called them a batch. And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Well, they uh, they're a bitch and they're uh, a bastard at the same time." And I was like, "What?" And like, you mind? I'm, I've never heard my mom curse. But the fact that she did it, she was so mad. She said, "Bo," and she was like, "Man, fuck them motherfuckers." And I was just like, "Okay." Then that same day, we went to the thrift store, and the lady was like, "I've been through the thrift store for a minute, right?" Mm-hmm. So we went there, and she was like, oh, "All right, um, can I get your name so I can sign you up?" And she was like, "Mrs. Jones," and she looked right at me and was like. <laughs> don't say nothing and I was like she lied for a reason and so like I, but I didn't miss a step mm-hmm. and I was just like is this what I'm <laughs> this is we're just lying for no reason like I, I didn't even I didn't even ask her about it and she like later like years later was like yeah I thought he was gonna blow my spot up and I was like nah I think he was lying for a reason and it was just it was just the moment where I was just like my mom is wild like funny funny bunny so for you your your mom displayed characteristics when you were just like, wait, this isn't how moms work, but I think I like it here. Yeah, no, we're, I'm totally fine with it. We're mm-hmm. gonna stay. We're gonna stay here. Yeah, we, we I'm, like, totally, I'm comfortable. We're, we're, we're okay with this. Uh, I think podcasting for me just to jump back into it. Yeah, yeah um, of course. Like, I've always like my dream job is a is a television or motion picture director. Like that's that's what I've dreamt about actually doing and creating podcasting or whatever and putting things together it's not necessarily direction but producing and putting everything into it to make it work is kind of like where i get off from not in a kinky sort of way but yeah. that that's the space of creativity for me um it's an outlet of course and I, I do like to share my thoughts but i'm pretty controlled and reserved 
for the most part, like I'm not throwing everything out there because I'm just not that way for the most part. I got to trust you. I don't trust y'all motherfuckers. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't be my whole self with everybody because that's just not yeah. safe for me. Like I've got to keep it guarded or, or what have you. And I'm, and I'm an only child. I'm not used to having friends over. My mother said I can't have any more company. So like overall, like I think I give just a little bit, but I try to tweak it and, and put it in places so that the person who understands what I'm saying, they hear it and they know it's it's for them. Oh, that's nice. So I don't I don't say things about my own personal life for the most part that involves anybody else. I'll talk about a general story and of course there are other other people in the story, but it's not necessarily like in context to that person. But there'll be other things that I like, lines I drop that'll be for specific people. So if they're catching they hear it. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but you know, it's just what it is. But oh no, I think I think podcasting every show, maybe not every episode, but every show is is an outpour from the host to either currently cope or to figure out a way to cope with things. Because oh, yeah. life is it's a challenge out here, man. I don't, I don't care who you are; it, it, it's a challenge, and sometimes you just need something. And I'm seeing it more and more that podcasting is the something that people need because oh, yeah. they, they didn't get that talk space. Uh, uh, that they didn't get that talk space endorsement or something like that, and that they they don't have the time to actually go out and speak to a professional or what have you. So they just speak to the to the world to let them know what's going on. I see memes all the time. Where it's like, why does a why do guys instead of seeing therapists, they just create a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, because that's that's it. <laughs> I guess that's all we need. That's- I was talking to somebody just today and maybe a bit yesterday too about how men and women are different, and that should be okay. Um, I, I'll just like summarize like. Women have always had community and trying to get men to see women trying to get men to see that they also need a community doesn't work. The men have to see it for themselves. And for them, a lot of times it's podcasting or the barbershop or yeah. some. But that, court, that community should could evolve and should grow. But it just it has to come up from men. So if we've got to do podcasting and get it out, then that's just what we're going to do. Like the way you do it is great. The way we're working on it is, is great too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody has their outlet, right? So you need to be able to express it, and it's a great medium to be able to do that. And oftentimes they're free, so if you want a free yeah, podcast, yeah. just you know, start one, get it out. But you know, it's up to you to make it work. Yeah, or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. But we're working on some things over here. We're trying to be a bigger and better show, and part of that has to do with us taking breaks. So just hold tight. We'll be back to wrap this show up. Oh. Judge me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes, because y'all ain't shit. So we've all watched movies like Blade Runner. Uh, I'm exhausting my movie selection. Movies with giant ass holograms and whatnot, right? Oh, like with a giant the woman. Machine. Yeah, where it's like, shell, yes, yeah, yeah. It's like where it's like, right. or like Minority Report, yeah, things like that, right? So Ford is now a pet, making a patent pending idea. Mm-hmm. So you're driving down the highway. You drive a lot. You I see do. billboards all the time. I do. McDonald's, Wendy's, Ford, Chevy, OnlyFans, uh, Uncle Bucks. OnlyFans, mm-hmm. uh, Chick-fil-A. What Ford is going to try to do is scan it, display it on your screen. On your car? Yes. So you know how like, Tesla has like a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. 20-inch screen? Yeah. Scan McDonald's 
So not only is it fucking on a billboard now, now it's going to eat up your space and your car. The same monitor you're not supposed to look at as you're driving. Yo, I don't want to have to opt out of anything it's real in life my car. pop-ups. It's like, I don't, I don't Yo, want this. Dog, you drive down a joint. Because, you know, some pop-ups be like, you know, like fireworks, some adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Spin the wheel. Pick your discount. Depends on where you going. Depends on the discount. Like, if you out in the woods, you're mm-hmm. going to see some, uh, visit Leroy's uh, Dirty Shop. You know what I'm saying? Or if you out in the city, you're going to see something about gas or employment or, you know, Bill Big and Bitterman or whatever. To get, you know, whatever <laughs> law firm you want to talk about. But essentially, that point is going to show up on the screen inside your car. Yeah, that's too much. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Say no from jump. Like, do I? I don't want this ever turned on. No, I don't want to turn it on either. You turn that off. Only thing I want to do illegally is watch movies. If I'm gonna do something, I want to watch Shrek or something. No, I'm I'm of the other uh, variety. Whereas, like, I want my hands on the wheel. Hold on, I'm not gonna watch it because because I just seen a story about a Tesla in autopilot mode that ran into a police cruiser. No, those motherfuckers. Be- I just seen another story about a Tesla doing like 85, and the dude was asleep behind the wheel. Yeah, because they, they pulled them over. Look, my, look, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Them Bamas be out here living their best life. Like, they, I'm not the worst life actually. Because they be like, oh, I'm gonna just set this joint at seventy. I'm gonna go in the back seat and take a nap. Uh, first off, no, because you're about to die. You're gonna die for sure. But then imagine you get woken up. Wendy's seven miles to your right, <laughs> bitch. I don't know what you call yourself. I guess Tesla. Does Tesla have a girl name or a man name or? Uh, I don't think she. It talk. I don't know. I've never been. Who in knows? I'm I basic. would need an assistant. I'm basically shut the I fuck up. <laughs> hey, hey, Tesla, uh, Tessie, shut up. I don't even know that. Turn that shit off. Go to OnlyFans. Yeah, go on OnlyFans. We watch that shit while we driving down the road. Put on the show, bitch. Put, Put on, on the show. show. Find the cheapest bitch on the show. <laughs> dollar, dollar a month. Sign me up. The ninety-nine cent one. Put in my Venmo. <laughs> But yeah, they're gonna have it where they're advertising on your fucking screen. Yeah, that's too much. That's that's a hard no. That's me. a hard no for me too. I don't want to see. It. Like I, I get it. Like, I mean, like I don't see any situation where I, I'm not gonna be able to know where I'm going. Understood. Wendy's. <gasps> Thanks, car. No, I'm never gonna, never ever in my life. And if anything, I'll be mad because if I have kids and they in the back seat, like Daddy, go to Wendy's? Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna drive this off a cliff. <laughs> no, I'm not. We ain't got no Wendy's money, Tesla. No. Thank you. Yeah, because you took all my money because you added the sunroofs and stole $20,000. Speaking of taking all the money, this gentleman, he says this. I'm hmm. very rich. Cool. Says the man who recently was released after being brought into jail on two counts of reckless driving. Okay. You see, this man's name is Param Sharma. Okay. And is infamous for posting videos on social media of him riding in the back seat of his Tesla while no one is behind the wheel. Oh, we were just talking about him. Yes. Well, he was released from jail and he pulled up to meet Jesse Gary of San Francisco's KTVU News again in the back seat of a brand new Tesla since his original was impounded. He was arrested in one Tesla for riding in the back seat, got out, bought another Tesla and decided to ride in the back seat to the interview on the news that records him driving up in the back seat of his you're not driving. You're riding. Riding up in the backseat of his Tesla. Some people are so stupid. His court date is July 6th. And check this out. He intends to plead not guilty, although there is video evidence 
of him doing just the thing he's guilty of. But he's very rich, so he doesn't care. Does not give a shit. You know, it's funny, guys. I've seen this one court case where it was like, uh, sir, you're accused of stealing a, a, a Dolphins jersey. Guess what he's wearing? The Dolphins jersey. Dolphins jersey. And it was like, yes, your honor. <laughs> like, what? Like, that same he said, energy. He said, I'm going to wear my good jersey to court today. Yeah, I'm going to wear the same good jersey I just stole. One. Like, like that is so dumb. Like, like, why are you, like, I mean, I guess you got money. But the thing is, you go too cocky into the court. Yeah, I get you got money. You probably could get off. But you're going too ham. The very judge ham. is going to put you in your place. Very ham. Like, it's one thing to be like, all right, I got money. I'm not going to worry about this. But it's another thing to be like, I got money, and I'm going to just Keep flaunt it in your face, Keep and I don't going. give a shit about you. The book will be smacketh on yeah, that ass. No, real talk. No bail. You're going to be eating cornbread with, with your bros. But um, <laughs> speaking of, I guess, dummies who post shit on the internet. Have you ever heard of the rapper Buzzy the Don? No. Bugsy the Don? Don't, don't know Slim. I think it's Bugsy the Don. Well, he's facing federal charges. All right. Real niggas do real things. Yeah. You know why he's, he's facing federal charges? No. So we're from the DMV. You remember the Capitol riots? Okay. All the Trump supporters mm-hmm. hitting the Capitol, sitting in Pelosi's desk, stealing laptops and shit. Where, I, I recall that. Well, rapper Bugsy the Don was like, this is a great opportunity to get an album cover. Oh, no. I'm going to sit on a SWAT car and take a picture. That's that's what he did? Yes, he did. That's, that's what he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and so lawyers are now trying to restrict the government from having access to his social media. But I'm going to tell you right now, the four pictures I've seen... Has him sitting on the floor, sitting on the fucking car, and he was like, "Well, I wasn't there for the riots. Wasn't I it? was walking around observing the architecture, which is DC, and I saw an opportunity and I wanted a picture. So essentially, he's sitting on this cop car, the right. SWAT car, and you see the rioters storming up the stairs of the Capitol, and he decided to take a picture. So, is he Negro? Yes. All right." So in theory, he could, not in theory, in actuality, he wasn't there to storm the Capitol. In However, theory, but he saw an opportunity. He saw an opportunity. Like, yeah. I want a vicious album cover. He could have stood in front of the vehicle. He didn't have to be on. No, but they're trying to also get him because he was there. Like, he, like they were like, they're also trying to get him like, not only were you sitting on the vehicle, but you were also amongst the crowd. And we assumed that you were trying to raid the Capitol. He was like, nah, I'm just chilling. He was like, let's, let's get your social media. Nah. Because <laughs> the nigga went inside too. No, he, probably inside. he probably He probably, he probably went inside. Buku cool amount of pictures. photos. And, yeah, he went inside. But he's facing federal charges because he sat on a swap car during the, like at that point, get a graphic designer or somebody <laughs> and Photoshop that shit. Like, Word. Word. You could have got any miscellaneous car and just Photoshopped that junk. Word. You could have probably got a... I mean, I don't know what was in the you background. You could have took a picture of the background and then got one of your homies or somebody on Fiverr to Photoshop you sitting on the car. Yep. And you can literally show, like, hey, look, this is Photoshop. Like, this is not even real. But now he's about to face federal charges. He had to get a lawyer. I guess he got street cred. His nobody, SoundCloud probably blowing up. It probably ain't. ain't nobody. No, no, no. I was just trying to slice them. Ain't, ain't nobody listening to the, the rapper that got caught at the insurrection. No one. That, yeah, right. Those audiences don't mix. Bugsy the Don, though. Bugsy the Don. Good luck, Bugsy. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Well, the Kentucky Derby was a few weeks ago and found out that the winner was on that shit. <gasps> the black horse? Was he? Yeah, it was an all black horse. 
that makes me feel a little bit differently about writing this. However, well, that's why I thought, like, my mom was because my mom loves the, uh, the Kentucky Derby, and so she was like, you know, the black horse. <laughs> I'm going to let you tell your story. (laughs) The winning horse's name is Medina Spirit, and it returned a post-race blood sample that had methamphetamine, I'm sorry, beta-methasone in its bloodstream. Mm -hmm. What is beta-methasone, you ask? I don't know, but it's got the word meth in it. Mm -hmm. So the horse was on that shit. So, but what this beta-methasone does is it keeps the uh, muscles from feeling sore and burning. Yep. So... The horse was basically high as a kite, running as fast as it possibly could and couldn't feel a goddamn thing in his joints. Mm -hmm. I don't have judgment on the owners of the horse, the jockey or the horse itself. I have judgment on anyone that betted on Medina Spirit to win. Mm -hmm. Because that shit don't sound fast. No. That shit sounds like some menthol cigarettes in a long pack. Medina Spirit does not sound like a zooming racehorse. No, it does seem like middle place, that, if that, anything. Medina Spirit sounds like, you know what? We lucky. We, we happy we got to be here. We're, we're, we're glad we're able to tour the facilities. This is a great experience. I don't think I'm ever going to do this. Like, it just sounds like the diversity hire. Medina Spirit sounds like the diversity hire at the like Kentucky that. Derby. You know, it's funny. I was going to reference. It sounds like something you cut uh, uh, Jusan with. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Jusan is in the ingredients for the Medina Spirit. Can I get a Madeira spirit? It, oh, okay. It, it, it does Jusson. sound like a frothy drink <laughs> yes, that, like, in, a, in, a, in a cocktail glass. Like, Jusson and, uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Jusson and uh, milk or something. Like, it's something just, weird. Like, it, it is, this is not how you win, but apparently, nah, nah. I don't know what it did at the following races, but still, your, your mama had something about the black horse. Yeah, apparently it's an all black horse, and uh, yeah, it caught with it, and then I guess their excuse was, oh, no, he must have ate something. <laughs> and they try to make it seem like the workers pissed on the hay they were on meth oh and then he <laughs> ate the the weed the the meth hay i was like so the black horse eat meth hay like i was like i know like me as a human if i was to pick up some why does it smell like what the fuck no, i ain't eating that if anything horses i feel like i have a more acute smell right but no apparently they the owners meth hay, the, meth. Meth hay. <laughs> pissy meth hay right so apparently the, the owners was like nah we didn't inject them with nothing it had to be something in the stalls man like he meth pissy meth hay. <laughs> That's why. That's why he was hyped up. Y'all should still give us that award though. Oh, I didn't know it was that. Yo, that's why my mom was on it. Like she that loves the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, like, very far fetched. And I was like, nuts. dog. Because even she's like, yeah, you know the black horse. Well, I was like, what do they do? Kill him? <laughs> she was like, no, Nigel. And I was like, okay, what happened? Well, they saw meth, and I was like, oh, they were the <laughs> not a better version of my story. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but you know what? They, these people uh, next the topic I want to talk about probably was on that same meth. Okay. All right. HGTV. I know I love watching it. You occasionally watch it. Yeah. All right. We you've seen Property Brothers. Yeah. Um, Martha Stewart. I think Snoop Dogg. Vanilla Ice had a show. I don't know. If it was on HG, but yeah. I, I'm oh, well, whatever the right. case may be. Mm-hmm. Guess who's getting the show? Who's that? Little John. What? Yes. Yeah. Is gonna have a Little John is doing what? That's the name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) And he's doing a home renovation show on HGTV. It's recording in Atlanta now. (laughs) They knew whoever's marketing this shit. Like it was like, oh yeah. So Little John is doing what? And then even then they had him in a turtleneck and like a very small medium sweater. 
You know, like, imagine like somebody with like you know those like like uh those pipes. You know, like like a smoking pipe. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that type of turtleneck. Okay. That's how he looked, and I was just like, "What is happening?" Like, and then one of his jerks was like, "Oh, what we're gonna do is turn your basement. We're gonna open it up and make it into like a like a lounge area." And it was like. Okay, I already seen this. This is gonna go bad. <laughs> like, I don't know who he's uh who he's gonna get give him money. This shit is gonna be pimp my cul-de-sac. No, like, that's is, exactly what it's what gonna is, be. That's exactly what it's gonna be. What but Lil John is doing what? I have no idea if he's gonna talk like Dave Chappelle, uh, Lil John, or Little John, Little John, or somewhere in between. I know Little John technically people may not know. Where will the East Side Boys be? Please oh, tell me there, at least maybe the demo, demo crew. Demo <laughs> they day. gotta be demo, man. Yo. With the gasoline canisters and everything. Yeah. They gotta be there, man. Yo, we got demo, y'all. To the window, to the, the wall. wall. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> to the sweat drip off your balls. Oh, work, 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 work. Oh, work, 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 work. God damn. Like, Little John does what? Yes. So there's a little nugget for you guys out there. Uh, HGTV, I believe, has a network, and that's what they plan on filling their content with. So uh, I am definitely watching that. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it too. Actually, I, I even saw. So I was like, I just want to see one episode. Watch party. Like. I just want to see one episode, just one, and just let it dictate if I keep watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like this has to be good. This has to be perfect. This. This has to do record numbers for HGTV. No, I believe it. It has to. I, I love it. <laughs> I yeah. want it. If anybody, I was like, wait, Lil John's like, he's still around? Like, what is he? And why is he on HGTV? And like, how did he get there? Like, all the stuff to be on, he wound up on HGTV. Lil John does what? Yeah. I was like, that's a creative name. I will say that. I laughed. They, I'm not gonna they lie. did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of doing the damn thing, I haven't told one of these stories in a while. A pastor has been arrested and charged with fraudulently collecting more than $1.5 million from where, Sir Nigel? It was like the PPP. A PPP loan oh, yeah, scam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been alleged that uh, Pastor Rudolph Brooks Jr. didn't buy just one car or two cars with that $1.5 million. Of course not. He bought 39 luxury vehicles and some properties. You see, Rudolph Brooks Jr. is the founder and pastor of the Kingdom Tabernacle Restoration Ministries. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's the Kingdom oh, Tabernacle oh. Restoration Ministries. And he also identifies himself as the owner of Cars Direct, which is a defunct business without employees. But you can't scam the system if you don't say you got a full staff that needs to get paid. Yep. And that's what Rudy did, y'all. He applied for the loan under Cars Direct and supplied fraudulent tax documents along with it. Once he got that money, old Rudy Rednose then took the money and put it in his personal account and started buying Bentleys and Escalades and Benzes. Then he transferred more money to a title company and bought some property in Baltimore. If convicted, Brooks faces up to 20 years in the federal pokey, y'all. 20 years. You are so silly. Like, if you're going to do that... 39 cars. Take the money, go to a non-extradential, like extradited country, live there. That's all you can do. Fast and furious shit. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much go live in some country, learn another language, maybe buy Rosetta Stone on your way out, and get get gone. That's all you can do. They they because the money is basically wired, they watch where every single dollar goes. Once you move that money, they're like, all right, where does money go to now? It's not paying employees. Guess what? Fraud. We're coming for your ass. Like, 
you you supplied you know um I don't, I don't know, company ID numbers and there's there's supposed to be a payment system that this money's supposed to go out through and it's not happening. We're going to find that shit and then your ass is going to get arrested. Enjoy the 39 luxury vehicle, sir. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to do it, like, I would probably, and I'm just going to share with y'all, I'm not a criminal, but I would probably have it where all my, my all my employees had direct deposit and like the Cayman and then I would just have it where all that money- I paid them? Yeah, I paid them. And I would have somebody making fake accounts. Like, they'd be like, wait, why are your employees like five years old? Boy, because they, they haven't aged yet. Um, and I would just have all that shit trickling into one joint account and then call it. Like, I'm certain you can scam the system, but you still got to pay the money back. Oh, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would scam it enough to be able to leave. And then I would I would stay in that country forever. There's, there's, every day there's a new PPP loan scam yeah. to report on. So. Well, I see more to come. Well, well, I'm not down with OPP. Okay. And this is how I'm going to transition to this topic. Texas man sues Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop. Over Goop. alleged vagina, uh, vagina candles explosion. They did what? So, apparently, uh, I, we covered this a long time ago. Gwyneth Paltrow came out with, like, vagina-scented candles. Yeah, yeah. It was a very long time ago. Yeah. Probably, like, episode, like, 40-something. Um... So apparently he lit the candle, let it burn for like three hours, it and it fucking blew up. Mm. And he's like, it burned my coffee table. So of course he's trying to sue. Um, and Gwyneth's team is like, yeah, dog, uh, one, you burned it past the hours that we told you to do it. It said two it's, hours. There's, there's a limit on candle burning? It says two hours, you burned it for three. And then also, uh, that's fraudulent. It's not going to blow up like that. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. He's probably going to get some sort of settlement, right? But then I continue reading the article, and this is actually where really it hits. Gwyneth has recently uh, gifted Kim K, mm-hmm. uh, it's Kardashian, a candle which smells like Kim's orgasms. Calls it Kim's box of tricks. What? How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> if somebody was to give me like a candle, be like, hey, this is Nigel's climax, I'd be like, bitch. <laughs> I feel like I'm a fighter. <laughs> I feel like Gwyneth was the third party in one of Kim's uh, sex capades where Probably. she was performing the Alabama pig roast, and she was able to like remember the scent in her mind and take it away. Possibly. This is what happens when you win the arm wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You get a candle made out of your. I'm all for it. Your climax. <laughs> Look, hey, hey, hey. hey. Winner gets candle. Winner gets candle. Winner gets a motherfucking candle. Okay, Nigel's climax coming up. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, no. Apparently, uh, getting sued because her candle blew up. Her vagina candle blew up, and then she also apparently has a Kim K orgasma orga, organ orgasm candle that she gifted to Kim K. Um, I guess uh, so she can have it in her house. I don't even know, but that's gross. He, this gentleman now has to buy the McDonald's candle set so he can get the yes. smell of coochie out of his house because it yeah. smells like cootie cat everywhere, the whole house. Cootie cat, and now you got some hamburger meat. It's in the table. Ham, hamburgers and french fries. That's the only thing to get that out. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pickles. McDonald's pickles and McDonald's is the only smell pickles. that makes that go away. Yes. Yes. Speaking of making it go away, imagine being a police officer and going to jail. Oh, that's horrible. Maybe. But imagine being a police officer and going to jail because somebody in your house snitched on you because they was mad. (laughs) (laughs) A 19-year veteran of the New Jersey police force was out here breaking bad and all until someone in his house got mad with him. Mm -hmm. You see, police were called out to the house of Christopher Walls for a domestic disturbance. 
there was something going on and people were beefing in the house. While there, a person living in the home told police, walls be making meth in the basement, y'all. And as a result, the hazmat crews were called and they came out to investigate. Lo and behold, in the shed out back and in the basement was equipment to make meth. What I found most interesting is he had everything from the lab equipment to the uh, pseudoephedrine and all that other stuff and residue and books that had the title How to Make Meth in his home. I was like, you just can't get more deliberate than that. No. How to Make Meth. Well, he has since been arrested, relieved of his duties, and if convicted, he's facing up to 20 years in the slammer. It was all good until you made somebody mad. Yeah. And then they said, it's a meth lab in the basement, y'all. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. That's why you like, I can see why in movies they be like, I work alone. That's why. Because Bama's be like, he probably only, you know what he probably did? He probably ate his leftovers or something. He was like, oh, fuck that dude. I'm sure Officer, what's his, what's his name again? Walls was paying all the bills because he had a job for 20 years and he was selling meth. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, he paid this house. Nope. Whatever was going on was because of Christopher. You know what it probably was? Christopher, he probably was like, hey, you know, Mr. Walls, let me get some money. Shut your broke ass up. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got something for you. My broke ass are. I'm going to bring all these walls down. <laughs> I'm certain. You included. I'm certain it was probably one of his ungrateful ass kids. They asked dad for oh, yeah. money and dad was like, no, get the fuck out of my house. You're a meth addict. Yeah, no. And then exactly. like, it, was, it was probably one of those domestic kind of things. But yeah, Christopher Walls was about to go to the bogey. <laughs> Dad, I want to buy a, a Fortnite <laughs> Fortnite skin. Can I get $50? Uh, shut up, James. Okay. <laughs> I got something for your ass. I got something for your ass. And fucking doing a dance. <laughs> doing the back there's a, there's dance. a meth lab downstairs, Dad. I mean, whoever you are. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah. Um, but my last fucked up. Uh, okay, so Starbucks. This 31-year-old California resident, that's why I got a hiccup because I abbreviated it and I didn't know what it was, okay. ordered a 13-ingredient double-blended frappuccino that includes five bananas, seven pumps of dark caramel sauce, extra salted brown butter topping, frappuccino chips, and one pump of honey blend and extra whipped cream at Starbucks. Uh, all right. $14 drink. Sure. Sounds about right. So... Of course, the young lady that made the drink posted on Instagram, as per usual. This is why I want to quit my job. Hmm. So guess what Starbucks did? They quit it for her. Yes. They said, don't worry about that, sweetheart. You're fired. You're in a customer now. You got promoted. <laughs> and she lost her job. And essentially, the guy was like, yeah, I ain't got no regrets. I'm going to order it <laughs> I do it again. Like, it's crazy, but you know that's my jam. Yeah, so, he's like, I'm gonna do it again. Like, you know, I wish she didn't lose her job, but she brought this on herself because it's like I mean, I just ordered my drink, dog. My, my thought is she could have shared that, but she didn't have to say this is why I quit my job because Starbucks is like, bitch, you making us look bad. Yeah, you can say this is ridiculous, but they probably wouldn't have fired you. They probably would have said something. No caption. Just, yeah, just take a picture and let other people be like, yo, that's wild, and just like those comments. Exactly. But you, you know, say it. I mean, it's Starbucks. I I imagine. This wasn't her final stop in the employment land. She, she'll she get another job. Yeah, she probably will. But I mean, like, first probably, off. Probably won't take a picture. I hope not. I hope she learned her lesson. Speaking speaking of taking pictures, just, just to jump into this. Yesterday, I was at Target, took my mother to Target. 
and I didn't need anything. So I just sat in the car and in the parking lot further away, clear to closest to one of the, the racks, because that means that's not a car on that side. It's the rack, the cart rack or whatever. On the on not the other side of the lot, maybe one row across, there was a white guy, two kids, two. The kids were elementary school age. The little girl was like five. The little boy was like seven or eight. Okay. And his car, red car, two kids. And they were riding like scooters in the parking lot. And I was just like, that's dangerous. Like, because they're little kids, like in a parking lot with cars, they're yeah. darting in and out between cars and they're riding scooters. Around. He's trying to wrangle them both in and pay attention to both of them, whatever, whatever. And then I had my phone in my hand and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to record them because that's just not it. And then he got the boy to put the scooter back. But then the boy came out with the basketball. And I was like, that's not smart either. It's like you got him dribbling and riding scooters in a, in a shopping center parking lot where cars are moving. It's just like, dude, you're not smart at all. And then eventually he just put him in the car and left. And I just didn't understand why they were there in the first place doing that. You know, that was it probably was the wife that was probably like, get these motherfuckers out of here because I'm tired of them. And he probably was like, oh, oh, oh OK. <laughs> and he, he didn't know where Park was. <laughs> so he was like. We're going to Target parking lot. To ride scooters. And it's just like, yo, that's not smart. But if you wanted to take them to the parking lot to ride scooters, on the other end of the parking lot is a former H.H. Gregg where nothing's there. No, I'm telling you right now. It probably was off the strength of, I don't know what to do with these motherfuckers because I usually don't watch Go to the H.H. Gregg where cars don't go. Nope. He probably need to get uh, his... uh, what was it? Not the juice sign. What was the other one? The 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 <laughs> what's the, uh, the the name of the horse? Uh, miracle. Yeah, whatever. Spirit. Miracle Spirit. spirits. Yep. He need to get that from Target. Yeah, that is wild. That definitely is wild. But like sometimes spirits. That's what I mean. But but even then, you see like people do stuff like that. And it's like, how you got? Ki- you got two. You got two kids. Two kids under his. You still got? They still alive? Did you lose any? Yeah. That's just that's you had to always. I okay. Just, All right. I wanted to say something, but then I wanted to mind my business because, like, yeah. I was like, you don't have to learn. Like, one of these kids get hit, that's on him. Yeah. That's on him. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that is all the ain't shit you got, sir? Yes, sir. Do you have any questions for this week? No, no questions. I think I have all the answers for right now. So that means this is the end of the show, you beautiful motherfuckers. So with it being the end of the show, this is the beginning of me, J. Del Negro, thanking you yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can be a part of the show by email or phone. Hit the email at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or hit the hotline at 410-834-1562. Closing, I'd just like to say this. Enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. And I'll remind you guys about our Instagram, at don'tjudgepod. Uh, Slide in there, show us some titty pics, like our stuff, steal our stuff, comment on our stuff, whatever you want to do. I'll leave you with this. If you're going to cheat, Wear clothes from another decade. So if someone takes a picture, you can say it was a long time ago. You talking about, you crazy. But I'm gonna let you live for a little bit, boy. I'm gonna let you live, cause I got somewhere to be. But don't you ever put that little soft tongue on me. Have a conversation with me instead of about me. That's what you do. With everybody else, you tough. You running up on them, you talking all the tough you want to smoke. With me, you talking to a lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with me, you talking to a lady. Yeah, come talk to me. I can show you daddy's cooking.